Care for Changing Lives, learning about Hospice Quinty on 91X. I'm Paul Martin from Hospice Quinty. Coping with loss is difficult at all times of the year, but there are some days it can hit us especially hard. The Christmas and holiday season's a time for family and rest, which gives us more time to think about what we've lost. Birthdays and anniversaries can be especially difficult since they're as personal as they are individual. New Year's Eve, the first day of spring, the day the leaves change color for the first time, and many others are seasonal reminders of the passage of time now spent without our loved one. But there's a special place for the day dedicated to love and its public expression. Valentine's Day has its own unique challenges when the person you love has died, both for you and for the people who know you and your loss. The questions begin and end with you, of course. How are you going to mark the day this year? If you are part of a couple, how do you still remember the person and honor the relationship without seeming in some people's eyes to be stuck in the past? If it was another family member, how do you include others in your family without infringing on their grief journey? If you don't do anything, will it seem like you've already forgotten the person who died and moved on when nothing could be further from the truth? Grief doesn't end. It just gets easier to deal with over time. And only if you take the time to do the emotional work that you need and deal with the key issues. Many days, like Valentine's Day itself, can be challenging, but you can only heal and grow by finding ways to acknowledge, process, and answer those important questions. The process begins with you. You have to decide what you want to do and be honest about it. You don't have to apologize or explain to others if you want to do more than they would or do nothing at all. Your grief journey is your own, and how you express it also has to be something that comes directly and only from you. The old expression is, it's the thought that counts, and it's your thoughts on the issue that must take center stage. Think about if you still want to write them a card, or buy them a gift, or maybe light a candle in their honor. You may want to visit a place that was special and meaningful to both of you. You might want to take time to talk to them and tell them how things have been since they've gone. All of those things can be both meaningful and powerful connections to the person who died. Perhaps the best question to ask is, what would they think if they were still here? You probably know them well enough to answer that question if you take some time. You shouldn't feel pressure to do something extravagant or overly time-consuming if you don't feel the need. In fact, you may not feel comfortable doing anything at all. If you want it to be low-key and recognize the person only in your thoughts and feelings, that is also your decision to make. You don't have to justify it to anybody else. You still care for the person who died, but you don't have to prove it to other people. How you show it, where you show it, and even if you show it to other people are all entirely within your control. It's your love and it's your grief, and you don't have to explain either to anyone ever. Some people will want you to explain it, however. You should be ready to answer questions from well-intentioned friends and family members. Remember, they mean well and are reaching out to you because they often can see your pain and want to help. Their questions, though, may often be less than helpful, so you should be ready for people to ask, how long do you think you'll be in mourning? Isn't it time you were over this and the always sensitive, what's the point? The point is that you still care and you still love them even if they aren't here anymore. How and when you choose to feel it and then express those feelings isn't something you need to apologize for, especially on a day designed to celebrate love in all its forms. The trickier question is how to involve others in your plans, especially if the person you lost is a family member. Now you not only have to consider your own grief, but you may need to be sensitive to the needs of two, three, six, or more people who are all at different places in their own grief journey. 
Some will have spouses or a solid support from friends and community members. Some may be completely alone, except for you. All will be feeling a similar sense of loss and a desire to do something about it. The best approach may be to start a simple conversation with each of them individually far in advance of Valentine's Day to get an idea of where everyone is both emotionally and physically. If the pain is recent, there could be a number of serious issues involved and it may be best to take things slowly. In any case, you need to be sensitive to their needs in the same way you would want others to be respectful of you and your feelings. Whatever you choose to do for Valentine's Day, you should go into it feeling like you've given it the proper thought, attention to detail, and emotional meaning that it would have if the person were still alive today and could join you. Hospice Quinty holds regular bereavement groups, and we regularly talk about the significance of Valentine's Day and other special occasions. If you need to discuss the issue further, you may want to join one of our regular groups yourself. Learn more by visiting hospicequinty.ca and listen for new information each week at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.